possibly more penis prattle than you ever thought possible. You're tuned into Sean Yondo's Penis Posse on Measure Action Radio. You know, every time I hear our theme song, I always wonder. I always wonder if that guy that wrote that song is, is has has heard it on our <laughs> site yet or heard the measure. You know, because be I wonder. You know, we paid for it. We paid for the the licensing and the uh, the royalty thing that to use it. But uh, right, I've always I'm curious to know if you know he gets a little thing in the mail. You know, that says where where the money comes from. Tells him where you know, it's he being gets used. a little invoice, yeah, where it's being used. If he's checked it out, I always wonder if he, he's like creeped out about it. So the other day, I went to look it up. His, his name is Ralph. Uh, oh God, suck it, uh, uh, shuck it. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Ralph. Well, if he wasn't mad before, it's shuck it. It's Ralph Shuckett, or maybe Shuket. I don't know. It's Ralph Shuckett, I think it is. And you know what? When I looked him up, <laughs> he wrote the theme song to Friends, Kate and Allie, wow. Pokemon. So the guy's been around. He's done some pretty big stuff. Wow. And he wrote Poodles and Strings. Poodles and Strings. Yep. Is that the title of our theme song? No, wait yep. a minute. It's not Poodles and Strings, is it? Isn't it? Definitely poodles. Poodles and rings. Poodles and rings. rings. <laughs> it's poodles and rings. We don't rings. even know the name oh, yes, of that, our theme song. That makes more sense. <laughs> poodles and cock rings. <laughs> okay, uh, oh, and he's worked with uh, Todd Rundgren and uh, Belinda Carlisle and big, big studio musician. Well, then he should be damn honored to add us to the list. I think so. Yes. <laughs> Ralph Shuckett. Or Shuke. Resurrection Radio, episode number 15, for release on January 18, 2006. My name is Sean, founder of Measurection.com. And with me is my penis posse, Alan in Virginia Beach. How you doing? I'm doing fine, except for a little cold. I'll try not to blow my nose into the microphone. Uh-oh. <laughs> Sorry to hear that. Wouldn't want to give all our listeners a cold. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Josh in Charlotte, how are you? Hello. Good. How are you doing? Good. Our girl, 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 our girl talk goddess. Easy for you to say. Girl talk goddess Diane, moderator of the Girl Talk Forum. How are you? I'm so wonderful. Up in British Columbia, Canada. Do you know what we we've had twenty nine days of rain? Yeah, that must be nice. Woohoo! How's the suicide rate doing up there? Yeah, no kidding. What happens if we go past forty? Does that break some kind of biblical record or something? <laughs> and then we start building. <laughs> yeah. 40 days and 40 nights. Well, it took longer than that to build the ark. At least now there'll be gay people on the ark. Oh, please. <laughs> <laughs> Breeders only, I think. <laughs> and Michael, our intern. Hello, everybody. Welcome back, everyone. 
To participate on Measure Action Radio, you can call our dick phone, new, our new toll-free number in the U.S. and Canada is 1-877-922-DICK. That's 1-877-922-3425. And on Gizmo, our handle is Measure Action. You can leave us a voicemail there. Or you can email us at radio at measureaction.com or you can visit us on the web at www.measureaction.com slash radio. There's a lot of ways to get a hold of us. There's a lot. And these are even one more, isn't there, Alan? Pardon? Yes. Oh, <laughs> I guess I'm the one who usually reminds people that if you'd like to send us a voicemail and, uh, and you're not in the U.S. or Canada and can't use our dick phone that uh, you're welcome to record a uh, voice file, um, an audio file, on your computer and email it to the radio at measureaction.com email address. Mike, what, what was that video you were telling us about? Oh, yeah, last night I was sitting here watching music videos, catching up, because I haven't been viewing them for a while, um, especially like alternative rock music. And I came across this video, and it's by The Strokes, and it's called Juice Box. Has everybody... Has anyone ever like watched that or anything or heard that song before? No. Or? No. 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 Well, the video was interesting, right? And like at the end, they shown like two girls making out, and I thought, okay, I guess that might be a little bit cutting edge or something. And then it cuts to a scene where there's two guys in a restroom, and they're standing at the urinal. And one guy checks out the other, and then I guess the other guy, like, checks him out. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, they rush into a booth, and they start making out. And then all of a sudden, this one guy. The guys? You, yeah, guys. And then you see them. One guy goes down on the, on that other guy, and the one guy closes his yeah. eyes. And I'm like, this is a music really? video? This was on what? And it MTV? Was this on MTV? I'm grabbing a pen. What's it called? <laughs> it's called Juice Box. <laughs> She is such a bag. <laughs> She's like, I gotta see it. I gotta see it. Hey, I think everybody should Juice see this one because it who? took me by surprise. It's called Juice Box, and it's by the group called the Stokes. Actually, the Strokes. I'm sorry. Strokes. Strokes. I'm sorry. It's S T R O K E S. Like you're stroking. Yeah, yeah. Stroke. That's an perfect. an intriguing title too. Yeah, and <laughs> juice box. I didn't realize the double yeah, entendre you know, until you until you told us what you saw. Yeah, I laughed. I laughed at the name and and uh, group people's crotches. Crotches are called boxes. It, I mean, it really caught me off guard. It caught me off guard to see them actually showing that. And a big mind blow was it was number one that night. It was like a countdown. So I guess wow. it must be very popular. So hey, I may have to start watching. Uh, MTV again. I haven't watched them in ages. Right. What do you guys get up there in Canada? Is it uh, much music or much more or something like that? We have well, we have both. Much music is uh, younger. Um, yeah, it is. But I watched much and such. Much more is older, like eighties and nineties. I watched them whenever I was up in Tirana, <laughs> and they seem to be more like at the time. Anyway, they seem to be more like the old MTV. I enjoyed watching uh, much. Well, this video was on MTV2. Well, that's but, uh, my homework for this week. I will view this video so that we can discuss it. Well, thanks for that, Michael. Mm. We'll look at I'll I'll look take for one it. for the team. <laughs> <laughs> Good research. 
<laughs> exactly my kind of research, babe. <laughs> now, since the last show, unfortunately, we've had a little controversy. Um, and it had to do with uh, a response that we got to show number, what was it? 13. 13? Yeah. Which Jedi Master. Unlucky 13. Yeah. Figures. Jedi Master, <laughs> uh, one of the members on Resurrection, that told us how boring we were, and he hated sitting through 20 minutes of bullshit about candles. And, uh, oh, it set me off, and I made some responses, and I guess, I don't know, maybe I went over the top. Well, we tried to have a little fun with it last week and make it make it humorous. I thought we had fun. I think it, it was funny, but we weren't, we were... We were having fun at, at Jedi Master's expense, and, uh, oh well. well <laughs> I think maybe he might have asked for it. Well, no, I, I think, think we, so. I mean, we... A little bit, a little yeah, bit. I, mean, you know, I, I think I we might have went over the top. Yeah, I think it was funny for people who listened to it, and I think it was humorous to us at the time. I don't think any of us realized that uh, that it would seem to him like yeah. we were picking on him, and, and we didn't mean right. to have that happen, but, uh, but I can understand how he might have thought so. Right. Having been bullied in the past, yeah, I got yeah. agree. And of course, and then you know, somewhere in that thread where I was responding, and I, I made that comment, I said, "If anybody wants to laugh at anything, or what did I say?" Uh, oh, you were in Logan's run. I was in Logan's run, and he had a right to. He, what did I say? He <laughs> yeah, had a by right then to, he wasn't. He wasn't laughing anymore. He was mad. Uh, he was. Yeah. Were you yeah. really in Logan's run? It was unfortunate. Yes. Is that a movie? What, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, that's the movie in which that's in which everybody after that movie. everybody voluntarily went yeah. to their death at the age of thirty, except Logan, Michael York, Farrah Fawcett, Peter Ustinov, um, and Sean Yondo. Yes, and Sean Yondo. Were you one of the kids? I was. No, I was one of the red people. I was one of the one ready for the grave. Oh, oh. <laughs> I think we need an IMDb entry for Sean Yondo, <laughs> especially when that when that. Um, when that documentary comes out, we'll have to put ourselves in IMDb. Oh, yeah. <laughs> IMDb? Internet Movie Database. Oh, okay. okay. You know, you go there, it's imdb.com, but agents put their people there and put headshots. and. We need an agent. Right. Yeah. I need a lawyer. I, I, we're, we're... <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I, I didn't mean to upset anyone. You know, I really didn't mean to upset Jedi Master with the thread that came along and then everybody started taking up for me <laughs> jedi master said something about our junior high humor which is exactly what we were going for so <laughs> he made my know, day when I mean, he said that <laughs> that's exactly what we were going for so i'm sorry if he didn't like that but really that's we were just goofing we were just goofing and and self-admittedly alan and i are star wars fans you know in our own right we, we we've all seen the movies on the first day so oh, not me uh I don't name myself Jedi Master, but... Well, well, Jedi Master and you guys are not alone. Right. That series wouldn't have gone on and on and on if it hadn't been very, very popular. I mean, I have to give you that, guys. Except for, number, except for the fourth movie, episode one. It was shitty. But, but I, I, saw it, I saw it when it came out anyway. Mm. <laughs> Still never saw any of them. But I used to work for, this, uh, for National Screen Advertising, and we were the company that did all of the movie promotions the trailers and the posters for every oh, okay. studio or all the major studios except for Disney. And I worked back in the wow. shipping and mailing department and I used to 
you know, it was like a library. Some, uh, a theater was going to be. My brother worked in booking, and he would book the theaters, you know, and then I would get the thing. That's cool. I'd pull it off the shelf, stick it in an envelope, and then it would it would be mailed to them, and so they could put it up in the lobby or out front, you know, the big posters. Cool. I've got a, a the original Star Wars uh, movie poster. That's probably pretty valuable. Ooh. Don't know why I didn't take. Who knew? <laughs> why didn't I take twenty? <laughs> that might be worth a couple grand now. And uh, <clears throat> so I, you know, in 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 a way, you know, Star Wars put food on my table. So <laughs> there you go. Oh, we don't have the sound effects. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Breathe like Darth Vader. Anyway, don't have them queued up tonight. <laughs> but I've had requests from people asking me to send them the sound effects. <laughs> Well, well. So we're sorry, Jedi Master. Yeah, we are. May the Force be with you. <laughs> <laughs> we have a couple of bits of penis news this week, uh, real quickly. The first is about Felicity Huffman. Felicity Huff- Huffman has had a hard time finding a realistic fake penis for her latest role. The desperate housewives actress needed a phony phallus to play a transsexual in the new movie Trans America but admits that tracking down one was more difficult than she thought. She said we were on our second day of shooting, trying on some undergarments, when I realized something was missing. I had to visit loads of sex shops before I found a realistic-looking flaccid Mm. penis. Huffman recently revealed she became so attached to the prosthetic penis that she had to wear in the film that she gave it a name. The sexy blonde called the false manhood Andy after a costume assistant's idiot (laughs) ex-boyfriend. Unfortunately, she doesn't say what size. I, I'd be real curious to see which which size realistic-looking flaccid penis she chose. Well, she won the Golden Globe for uh, Best Actress in a in a Drama uh, for that role at the Golden Globes. It's not playing around here. I'd like to see it. it. It's playing currently in select theaters, but this part of town's too conservative, I think. Hmm. Um, I do want to still see um, Brokeback Mountain, and there's one theater on like the other side of town, and I might go tomorrow night or this weekend to see it but yeah it's only in one theater here but it was so worth going to see it did you enjoy it what an amazing film you know i might go see that this weekend too if we would all go see it we could talk about it on the show yeah, yeah. i'd like for us all to go see it and then we can we can have a show about it because i think it it's, was a beautiful movie. i think it's big. diane and i are just waiting for you guys to catch up yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna try to see it by this weekend we'll get sean to see it and cool. i'm scared though because of the like batman because batman said that uh i guess ever since he watched it he he cried and he couldn't stop crying. I don't know how serious he was about it, but oh, well, yeah. he was I feel serious. the same way. I might get too emotional. Batman being a member of the of uh, Measureaction.com. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah not point. the real Batman. Not, not the other guy. <laughs> but remember, right, I make a cute Robin, according to, according to <laughs> Diane. <laughs> Let's see, our, our uh, other bit of penis news was the high court saying no to free speech for penis. Lansing, Michigan. Michigan's Supreme Supreme Court Friday let stand the indecent exposure conviction of a man who used his penis as a character on his cable access TV show. <laughs> Viewer complaints led prosecutors to file the charge against Timothy Huffman for a 2000 show broadcast over a Grand Rapids, Michigan public access channel. During the show, Huffman used his penis as a stand-up comic. Oh my god, that... I have he to had, see that. <laughs> I know. Where can we get a tape of this? He appealed his conviction to the state's highest court, claiming his right to free speech had been violated. After Michigan's Court of Appeals uh, earlier upheld the verdict, Kent County Assistant Prosecutor Tim McMorrow told the Detroit Free Press, This really is not a First Amendment case. The First Amendment protects his right to an opinion, not the right to appear naked on TV. <laughs> oh. 
How about the radio? <laughs> I'm, uh, are you naked now, Sean? No, but I'm sitting on the toilet. Oh. <laughs> I, oh, oh, I didn't tell you guys. I'm in Studio T. <laughs> Studio You're in P. Studio what? In Studio T. Studio P. <laughs> I'm in my soundproof That's booth funny. at Studio T. Or in, in Canada, it would be Studio W. Well, w? Uh, washroom? Yeah, washroom. Isn't that what you call them? <laughs> yeah. What do you call it? Restroom. Bathroom? Bathroom. Might be Studio R. Men's room. And I guess Restroom. in the UK, it would be the WC. Yeah, the water closet. Yeah, a lot water of times closet. in Italy, it'd, it'd just be called toilet. The toilet. Toilet. The bathroom. <laughs> Let's see. We had some uh, some science news that that Sean gave me from. Uh, <laughs> started to say from. I started to say from uh, from Reuters, and then Sean spelled out Roy, capital R O Y D R S, so from you Reuters. Okay. <laughs> but I started to say Reuters again. <laughs> well, it sort of looks like it. My, oh, uh, let's see. This is out of Toronto. It's from Toronto. Internet users can can give websites a thumbs up or thumbs down in less than the blink of an eye, according to a study by Canadian researchers. In just a brief one-twentieth of a second, less than half the time it takes to blink, people make aesthetic judgments that influence the rest of their experience with an Internet site. The study was published in the latest issue of the Behavior and Information Technology Journal. The author said the findings had powerful implications for the field of web design. It's not really just a psychological response. It really uh, is. Well, 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 you, you put in a, a knot that isn't there. I'm reading along with you, oh. and you just reversed the meaning of the sentence. <laughs> We're so glad you're with us. Maybe I should have read this. I should have. If I was awake, I would have read this before the show. Oh, you're welcome. Try again. Yeah. yeah, thank you, Al. <laughs> it. Uh, let's see. Starting there. Uh, it really is just a psychological response. Get Lingard told Reuters on Tuesday. So web designers have to make sure they're not offending users visually. It's the first impression. If the first impression is negative, you'll probably drive people off. In the study, researchers discovered that people could rate the visual appeal of sites after seeing them for just one twentieth of a second. These judgments were not random. The researchers found uh, sites that were flashed up twice were given similar ratings both times. They also matched the responses given by subjects who were shown the sites for longer. But the results did not show how to win a positive reaction from users, said Lingard a psychology professor at Carleton University in Ottawa. When we looked at the websites that we tested, there's really nothing there that tells us what leads uh, to dislike or to like. And while further research may offer more clues, she said the... Vagaries? <laughs> the ver- vagaries. Vagaries. She said the ver- vagaries of personal taste would always be a limiting factor. If design were reducible to a set of principles, wouldn't we find it an awful lot of similar houses, gardens, cars, rooms, said Lingard? You just would have no variety. Yeah. So I guess you really, you know, our site's a little cluttered. I, don't, I wonder what people yeah, think Yeah, I'm wondering what site. people think about ours because it's all <laughs> over the place. But, you know. <laughs> well, the thing is, though, is our site is obviously attracting a lot of people how much traffic do we really want that's true (laughs) we lost the star wars contingency last week (laughs) oh i'm sure and we lost the foreskin contingency the week before (laughs) i don't know about that one so far this uh this month our daily average let's see 342,940 hits 4,058 pages are viewed. That's a daily average. That's a lot uh, of people. An average of 1,592 visitors. We're still doing something right, I guess. I'd say so. 
basically our, our bandwidth was about 60 gigabytes a month and now we're that's where the, the, the other week when I said our bandwidth was up 325% since we started the podcast and continues to rise. That's great. And of course, there's larger files being downloaded now, which helps that go up, but that still shows that there's a lot of, a lot of activity. A lot of visitors. That's great. Does that, mean, awesome. does that mean that it costs more to run? Uh, yes, in theory, but the good thing is we bring more, more folks into the site and more folks hopefully want to potentially become supporters and SOS sponsors. Right. So, yeah, that's the hope. Let's turn this into an ad because there's wicked <laughs> videos on there. There's there's a yes. wonderful gallery and lots of lots more to the site than meets the eye. Definitely. So if you don't judge our site in that first twentieth of a of a second and you like it, <laughs> stick around. Stick around. <laughs> some sites are really bad though. Some sites some sites are just way over the top with so much stuff going on. They're like, if you have ADD, you can't <laughs> you can't focus. Right. Segway, Sean. Hold on a minute. I was just going to add while we were talking about all this stuff that uh, I just jacked it off. I was going to tell you that we had over uh, about oh. 7,500 people played the podcast using the player button last month. No wow. way. Wow. Yeah. How many? And that doesn't include uh, iTunes or whatever. Or, or, yeah. People who did a download rather than use the online thousand? player. Yeah, about 7,500. That's a lot of people. Wow. Hello out there in Radio Land. <laughs> Yay us. <laughs> Again, send nude photos if you want to carry my microphone cord to RadioLandDirection.com. <laughs> I want access. <laughs> now, now in, in re- to respond to the, the article you just read, the one about the uh, what a, a, a website should look like, uh, right. I discovered one just about three days ago that just blew me away. And my first reaction was, this this guy's crazy. This is a lunatic. And then the more I started looking and reading around, I thought it was just one of the coolest things I've ever seen. I put the link there. If you guys would go, if you're, if you're set up to do it, look at lingscars.com. Got it in front of me now. She's funny. I mean, Lings, it's... That's L-I-N-G-S cars.com. It's a car company in the UK. Okay. Is it. it busy? What do you think? Oh, my God. That's all over the place. What do you think? What's your first impression of this site? I was too ADD to... I had to force myself to look at it. I was too ADD to know what to read next. I was like, But ah. it's got all those silly little things and the little the little balloons coming. Yeah. And, and I, I found out it's a woman. It's, it's, it's a woman named Ling Valentine. Yeah. And if you'll look... You can chat with her. She's got all the cars. It's a lease car company and, a, and car sales. But it says, eat free lunch here. New feature. There is no free lunch. Yes, there is. I bring you free lunch. Nowhere else give you this offer. <laughs> She'll take you a free lunch. She gives 10 people a day free lunch. <laughs> She's got the movie of the week. She's got tips on how to build a good website. Why you, Why waste space on website? <laughs> Use all space. Oh, and there's a... <laughs> There's a place on the on the right hand side down in the column where it says I am Ling, hello, and it's Ling's head on a body of a Dalek. For those of you who are Doctor Who fans, it's Ling as a as a Dalek. Oh, I didn't know what that was. <laughs> everybody in everybody in the UK will know what that uh. is. It says, "Who is Jeremy Clarkson? I exterminate. I test drive cars myself to give you idea of quality and speed. What else you need to know? Click on car." <laughs> I love the way you're reading it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
Sean called it Chine English, which he's Chinglish. better at reading than I am. I have a hard time reading it, though, but uh, he's he's well versed in Chine English. Chinglish. 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 Creamy Asian-ish. Yeah. I like the one where she says, the boss. She says, PMH Contracts is owned by and operated by Ling Valentine. I am the boss. Any problems, you can call me, okay? <laughs> I just thought it was the cutest thing I'd ever seen once I started reading. Oh, it is. A, it's a UK site. That's okay. Now yeah. that explains why the prices are all in pounds. <laughs> yeah, the different models. Yes, uh, cars you can't get here. Yeah, there's cars I hadn't heard of before. Mm. Vauxhall, Astra. She tells you how dice on how to run a website. Yeah. She tells you, oh, she'll give you free money, free cash money, blatant bribery from Ling. Click here. She just sends you Chinese money. <laughs> and somewhere she says she just she spent some profits on a. What'd she buy? She bought a, an old London... Oh, yeah. Look what I just buy with my small profits. Real genuine red London bus. <laughs> she, uh, <laughs> she's she got a guide to the speeding cameras on the website, oh. too. So if you're in the UK and want to know where all those speeding She actually does are. give a free lunch to, to 10 people a day who are customers. See? There is such a thing as a free lunch. <laughs> and it now includes pudding. <laughs> <laughs> free pudding in a car! That's crazy. Yo, what's up with that, yo? <laughs> You visit, you buy, you deal with me. <laughs> Order your free lunch today. I need to move to England. <laughs> I want to have her on the show. Because I did a search for her name, Ling Valentine, and I found her as one of the most admired CEOs in the UK. So oh. I think people really know who she is. And somewhere on here, she I think she gives a tour once a year. Uh, she takes people on a tour to China. And she said, you know, see no wall. <laughs> you see real China. <laughs> you know, see no wall. <laughs> I think Sean doing the imitations. Yeah. Sean, Sean doing the imitation is the best. <laughs> I agree. Do some more Ling for us. He should just do the whole show in it. Yeah. <laughs> Sean should do the whole show in a Chinese accent. I am so pleased that most people like website. Recently, I had many questions asked about how to make on-site that works like my site. Here are Ling thoughts. Most people in business look at website wrong way. Try plugging head into 240-volt mains electric to clear brain. <laughs> Stop regarding website as a thing. Regard it as a real life, alive, like an animal or pet. You need to feed website every day, maybe like pet spider. On other hand, spider can be baked like potato in China. Delicious. He eat with added bonus of eight drumsticks per spider. Better value than frog or chicken. Lean. It's as cute as can be. I just love it. The further I got into this, this person is having a good time. She's selling more cars than anybody else in UK and uh, renting them. I guess cool. it looks like it's a car rental place. Yeah, leasing. I think or leasing. Okay. Yeah, contract hire car sales skills. I hope they let me go over there. They may throw me out of there as soon as I walk get off the plane. <laughs> I have a bit of news also. It's not uh, penis news, but it is sex news. Uh-oh. Um, and it's it's out of Canada. Ooh. Now what? Uh, would you believe that <laughs> Yay, would you believe Canada. that on January on January 12th, the sex party sued Canada Post in federal court over its decision refusing to deliver the party's political leaflet as unaddressed mail party. in the upcoming federal election. Sex party. The sex party, the sex party a registered political <laughs> party in British Columbia, naturally British Columbia, that fielded three candidates in the provincial general elections, is seeking federal registration and sought to distribute a tasteful, artistic, and informative leaflet to voters in the federal contest. 
Canada Post officials refused to deliver as unaddressed mail any material, regardless of its political or cultural value, that has sexual content. Well, you know who I'm voting for. So, so the party's uh, flyer was not delivered. It's it had contains such sexual. <laughs> it has such sexual. You can go to their website and you can see the uh, the uh, the flyer that that didn't get delivered. The leaflet. What's the website? And, uh, the website is uh, oh. You asked me that, and I don't have it in front of me. Okay. We'll put it in the show notes. I want to know what their platform is. The, the platform includes such things as uh, to realize a sex-positive culture, we need to teach sexual gradualism in schools. We need to teach the ethics of sexual tolerance. We need to uh, pass legislation requiring more designated areas for nudists. <laughs> We need to uh, repeal re- repeal laws prohibiting consensual adult sex work in private. Yes. We need to repeal the pro- prohibitions on adult sexual expression, which can only be observed by willing adults. What? In other words, they're saying that, that adults should be able to, to see sexual acts as long as everybody's consenting. We have that anyways. Oh, well, no, there it is quite restricted. Wow. Yeah, and uh, the the last one I'll mention, there are, there are more, but the last one I'll mention is that it says we should uh, support sex-positive community by requiring all long-term care institutions to articulate a sexuality policy that is non-judgmental about residents, about residents' sexuality and that aims to facilitate any desired activity among willing partners. Hmm. So they want senior yeah. citizens to be able to <laughs> do whatever they Damn want. Damn skippy. Yeah. In the old folks' home. Well, did you hear about <laughs> did you hear about the the old folks that all got kicked out of their old folks' home because they were having an orgy? Oh, so that's why this is in their platform. You didn't no. hear about that? <laughs> it, it's happened twice. Oh, right. Yeah, this was a while ago, sometime within the last few years. But it's happened twice. Twice. <laughs> and we only have one nude beach. There should be more. Hmm. I was just thinking Sean might be able to apply for like political asylum from the sex party or something to get into Canada. Have the sex party take up his cause. Will there be a member of the sex party on the on the ballot in uh, in your? I don't know what the right word is. In, in, your, in, in here, it would be in your precinct, but uh, in, in, ours, in Canada, in in our oh, I can't. I can't remember the... Your Providence District. I'm starting to go with you, Jedi Master, again. <laughs> um, I'll let you, you know, because I'll be party? voting this weekend, so I'll let you know. Okay. Look for a sex party. Hmm? Oh, well, <laughs> trust me, I'll see it. <laughs> I said, wait, I said, look for a sex party. I didn't... <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, you have to go to the old That could be interpreted <laughs> different ways. <laughs> Wow. Uh, well, Sean's going to... Do you want to bumper us out here? Bumper. Bumper. <laughs> now it's time for a short break. Now it's time. We'll be right back after break. this. Whatever. Oh, I, did I go too far? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I was already wet. <laughs> we'll be right back after this. The radio show dedicated entirely to the little guy. Sean Yondo's Beatus Posse exclusively here on Measurection Radio. Virginity. <laughs> That's let me start over. <laughs> now, virginity, you can't start over. <laughs> Once it's done, it's done. You only get one chance. <laughs> Once it's gone, it's gone. Well, the reason I said let me start over, I was going to say, uh, and our topic, our topic for today is <laughs> virginity. <laughs> when you lost yours, why you may be waiting? 
Um, what is what is virginity? Um, in the dictionary, as a noun, it is a person who has not experienced sexual intercourse. A uh, chaste or unmarried woman, a maiden, an unmarried woman who has taken religious vows of chastity, the Virgin Mary, as an adjective of relating to or being a virgin, chaste, being in a pure or natural state, unsullied, virgin snow, unused, uncultivated, unexplored, existing in native or raw form, not processed or refined, happening for the first time, initial, obtained directly from the first pressing, like virgin olive oil. So what is it, people? It, it's it, I mean, I've heard this discussed all over the place on our site, and, you know, when when is a gay man not a virgin? You know, is it is it oral? Is it anal? Is it... it, it it's, it's a little bit cryptic as to what... Where, when exactly... Obviously, for a heterosexual... It's pretty cut and dry. It's pretty cut and dried. It's probably yeah. mm-hmm. vaginal intercourse. Yes. Right? Right. Now, what if a girl has anal sex? She's still a virgin. She's still a virgin. You think so? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's about vaginal. It's about vaginal intercourse. Well, as a woman, I'm a little up on this. You don't. You don't think she's become. You don't think she's tainted. <laughs> you don't think she's tainted. <laughs> I saw an article that uh, a doctor was talking about all these kids that have had anal or had oral sex, yeah. and yet they're claiming to be well, virgins. Yeah. And she sort of disagreed that you know that it's about the it's about the state and not necessarily. 100% about the physical, so... That's one opinion. There, there's definitely some debate here. This is not a cut and dry... Because no, if you try to translate that that definition to gay men, then I guess it would mean two gay men who who live a life together and, and have sex all the time will both be virgins for life. That's not what I'm getting out of it. Well, it depends on how you define sexual intercourse. Yeah, I guess. Well, you said it wasn't anal. What's that? Diane said it was not anal. So what if they don't have anal. anal intercourse? Well, yeah. Yeah. There are a lot of gay guys who don't do anal. You're right. Right. If I if I have a partner and we jerk each other off, is that am I a virgin? The, see, that's great. Well, see, I I think it's when you actually penetrate anything, whether it's oral sex, or vaginal sex, or anal sex. So it's the act of penetrating or being penetrated. In any orifice. I, I, I think yeah. I agree, because <laughs> otherwise you're stuck with the position that Bill Clinton took, that, that it ain't sex. And it <laughs> Not is. Not have sexual relations <laughs> with that woman. Yeah, That's right. Really Some definitions of virgin or virginity means used. like And another is uh, uh, the act of breaking the hymen. Right. But then again, with the hetero, I mean, it's a given. It's pretty cut and dry. Well, that's certainly the traditional meaning. Yeah. Are two lesbians who are passionately in love together till death virgins for life, or did they lose it the first time they humped each other? Oh, that's intriguing, since there's no penetration. Hmm. At least... Well, or no penetration with a body. I mean, they may be using toys or something. See, but. I guess I'm, I've got a screwy outlook because if right. I look at masturbation could be thought of the same way as lesbian sex, solo lesbian sex. But that doesn't take away virginity. But right. I would think that two women who have had sex... With toys? Well, not even necessarily with toys. So like a young girl discovers her sister's rabbit jackhammer toy and wears it out, Hyman <laughs> is broken and she's... 
She's already found her G-spot a hundred times prior to the time she's intimate with her first guy. Was she a virgin when she meets? Yeah. Uh, when she meets, uh, when they meet her, is I, she's already tainted? Well, I'd say yeah. I mean, it, for me, it, to me, it means with someone. I certainly would agree with that part. I don't think anything you do by yourself yeah. causes you to no longer be a virgin. Mm-hmm. Right. You could have two gay guys together for ten years, right. hot and heavy relationship. You know, hot and wild cocksuckers, and yet never done. There, there are gay men who don't do mm-hmm. anal, and they'd hardly be virgins. Right. That's what. I, that's yeah. That's what I'm. Thinking. I guess it depends on context. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That's how I feel. Yeah. So, so like on uh, that sexuality show, when I told you that story, uh, th- let's say the night uh, where uh, I spent the night with a with a, uh, a friend of mine, and uh, uh, when we were 13 years old, and you know, we did the experimentation thing, sleepover. Was that the night, you know, just playing around a little bit? Was that the night I lost my uh, virginity? Remind me what you did again. I forget. He, he wants you to recount the activities. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we want details. Yeah, make it juicy. <laughs> I just don't remember if he said that they jacked off or if, if they blew each other. I, I can't remember. I believe it was blowing. I, my best friend and his brother, we, there was a whole little group of us that, that, that hung out together. And in my best friend that was in the same grade as in the same age as I, he told me about his younger brother. He had caught him and uh, a good friend of ours. Oh, that's right. Doing a, like sucking each other off. And he was disgusted about it. You know, I thought to myself, Ooh, that sounds like fun. <laughs> and so I approached uh, uh, the other friend and uh, it happened. You know, I instigated something and... Uh, hmm. I tend to think that, that that's when you lost your virginity. That I It wasn't uh, eight years later whenever I was with the, the first girl. I was going to say, in the, if, if, the, wow. if you had, I was going to say, if you had gone on to, be, to, in fact, be a straight man, then we probably would all agree that it, we would probably all agree that that was not <laughs> you wouldn't have counted giving that. up your virginity. <laughs> right. I don't know. I have to, I really have to really disagree with that because I think once you do anything like any penetration basically i think that's when you lose your virginity and then like the first time with a girl that might be losing that type of virginity with her but your i guess original virginity would be the first time that you did anything with a guy that's that's how i see it personally well i guess from this conversation what i've taken out of it is is i guess my true opinion of what defines a virgin is what degree of intimacy with someone else was involved be it male or female be it intercourse or not it's a level of intimacy i'm I'm betting there's a lot of straight men who like sean did a little playing around in their teen years that that are probably not counting that experience probably (laughs) i'm sure you're right but they may have done exactly what sean did Mm -hmm. you know what now that i'm thinking about it i have think i've misspoken come to think of it we pulled out the old score hair cream and uh, lubed up and uh, did the old pokerooney. <laughs> <laughs> you heard it here, folks. I forgot about that. It's all coming back. There's no longer any question. That was it, right there. <laughs> that was it. He was quiet for five minutes, like going, wait a Maybe minute. Maybe it's the fact that I'm in Studio T right now that it made me think of it all of a sudden. <laughs> Do you, hey, Alan, do you remember Score? Yes. In, you know, with it was along with the VO5 and the Brill Cream. and Sure. I know Brill Cream. 
and the wild root. <laughs> Y'all are showing your age, dude. Oh my god. Was it wild root cream oil, wasn't it? Yes. That does sound nasty now. <laughs> this this is a tricky topic though. I mean it uh it's uh, the, the topic we'd plan to discuss virginity, but we're having a hard time even defining. Yeah. Defining virginity. Right, right. It's it's all relative to what you right. do. I believe I'm still I'm still a virgin. I I have jerked off with someone, but but there's been no real contact. Right. Well, he hasn't told us that anyway. <laughs> <laughs> no, I would tell you. What if what if what if okay, having said that, what if you and what if you ate someone else's cum? Was that would that would that take your virginity? Ooh. That's a good question. I wouldn't think so. Who are we talking about? <laughs> Somebody <laughs> I know or no? anyone at this point. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Although I'd like to state I'm not hmm. a virgin. <laughs> I am the farthest thing from a virgin. There's almost a movie about me. I'm the thirty one year old virgin. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, same here. I loved that movie. And that was a good movie too, if you ever watched it, the forty year old virgin. There was parts of it where you really I mean, you really felt for the guy, like, oh my god, leave him alone. Hey, did any of you guys ever ever watch uh, Benny Hill? Oh, I love Benny Hill. Yes. Yeah. That yeah. British British comedy where the and one on one 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 episode there was this distraught pretty girl and she says, "I've lost my virginity." And Benny Hill says, "Do you still have it? The box that came in." <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess this is the opportunity for me to uh, come out of my last closet. Um, uh oh. Uh oh. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, how about a 61-year-old virgin? Really? Really? That's me. Well, there you go. How does that happen? I say that's awesome. I didn't know that. Well. Well, Alan stayed in his in his closet for a long time, though. Yeah, I, mean. I was yeah. 50 years old okay. before I told anybody I was gay. I was 50 years old before right. I could stand in front of a mirror and say that to myself. Wow. But I knew it from, from my, uh, right. I, I probably knew it all along. Uh, right. But uh, it's a combination of of, uh, of right. shame about being gay and and mm-hmm. and body shame, and the body mm-hmm. shame involves both being overweight and and having a small dick, and uh, right. and uh, those are are things that uh, that kept me from from experimenting, and uh, and then of course by the time I was fifty years old and you know and prepared to to uh, to come out. Then, that, then almost the thing I was most ashamed of was still being a virgin, right? Which made that a very difficult thing to talk about. You, you, you think it's a, you feel that it's a shameful thing, Alan? It's nothing to be ashamed of. No. Intellectually, intellectually, I know it's not, but right, right. Emotionally, it, uh, it's still troubling. Okay. Well, I didn't know this. I had, I had no idea, and I. Although we did some, uh, through the week, we did some pre-show uh, notes back and forth with all of, among all of us in our in, yeah. our, mm-hmm, ad, in mm-hmm. our radio forum. Deciding on the topic. Right? I saw some yeah. hints that, okay, I'll unload a shocker on you guys, and I... I really didn't think that this was this was going to be it. But I'm glad you told us, Seriously? and I, I appreciate you, yeah. you sharing that I with us. I saw it a mile away as soon as you said that about yes. your deepest, darkest closet. Yep. I said, oh, my God, I know what that is. Well, and, and it's, and it's uh, you know, I, 
I don't even feel like it's, it's something that I can, can uh, put on a pedestal and say I did it out of principle because it wasn't out of principle. Right. I, I do have some principles. No. I mean, I, I, I'm not one who under any circumstance would, <laughs> would, would, uh, you know, would, would sleep around. Right. Right. That that's sort of been that's sort of been my my story is uh, it, it sort of started for me out of out of principle just the way I was raised and the values I had my family wasn't overly religious you know I just I just grew up with the notion that you you didn't have sex until you were married and that was that's sort of the quandary in my mind right again in in determining I was gay you know I, if I'm never going to be married, how do I, how can I have sex? You know, <laughs> there's it, it, it a, just, yeah, there's a concern. It, uh, yeah. So I've, I've been in that, in that quandary. Now I think I'm mentally to the point that if the opportunity were to properly present itself, like Alan, I'm not, I'm, I'm not one for a one night stand or for sleeping around or, or whatever, but, um, I'm waiting for the time to be right. But that was my reasoning for, uh, for holding out that and, I, I I may have tried heterosexual sex, you know, but I, I don't know if I'd have been so bold yet as to try gay sex, being that you know I'm just finally to a a mental place to start. Well, it's been that. so long for me that I. Uh... <laughs> Sean, me too. I think I'm a born again virgin. <laughs> Diane's the only one getting fruities before the show. And... Any opportunity, baby. Any opportunity. Luckily, I have a very willing husband. You know what, guys. I really, truly admire virgins, though, because it takes a lot of self-will and self-discipline. I guess my aha moment came from a guy that was a virgin waiting to be married, and I admired that so much that I kind of, like, fell for him, and I really you, do. A chosen virginity? Absolutely. But for those who, um, Castor and, um, I am names escaping right now but there are people on our site who are really fucking bitter over the fact that they're still virgins and it's not it's not right. a conscious choice they've made it's just the way it is well and for us you know 90% of the population of measure action is dealing with self image problems in one form or another as alan said he had he had body Im- and i have i have exactly that same body image issue alan right. has you know i'm overweight and i have a small penis as he says, if as you think about the opportunity coming up, there's other mm-hmm. hurdles beyond just deciding that it's ready to, you're ready to have sex. Uh, there's dealing with your sexuality. There's you know overcoming the body issues. But at least unlike unlike the the small number who who uh, who you were talking about on the website, um, I, you know, it's not something I'm bitter about. If I if there's anybody to be angry at, it's it's myself, and it and I know that it's. You know, it's happened because of my my own emotional inability to come to grips with all of my issues, and uh, I'm getting there. So, I hope I will. I hope the rest of my life will not be lived that way. Do you ever read the threads about virginity? Yes. Yeah, I think he's he's read and participated in. Uh, he's never. Well, can I ask you? I you may have answered this already, Alan, but have you? You haven't given up, have you? No. I mean, no, I haven't. No, no. But I also, but I also still have sufficient issues that I don't go out and do the things and and go to the places that would put me in touch with gay men in the sort of environment in which I would would want to to come to associate with you know, socially with people me me too have you thought about meeting someone online yeah I know a lot I know I have a girlfriend that has hooked up with so many people 
Well, the first thing I should do, there is a uh, Jewish uh, congregation in Atlanta that is, is something like 70% gay. Oh. And and for for a number of years now, I've been going to go to to Sabbath services, and I haven't got there yet. And that's... You know, that's Alan, I think that should be your homework this week. <laughs> that's Except that I'm in Virginia Beach right now, so I can't do it this week. But. Oh, sucker deal. Okay, first week you're back. That'll be your homework. If I had known that when we were in Atlanta, we would have dragged you into that place. <laughs> I have I have similar things. I mean, I didn't, when I was, quote, heterosexual, I didn't, I didn't date a lot. I was never good. I'm not outgoing. I am when I get to know people, but I'm not, I'm not initially outgoing. So, as Alan said, it, it limits the ability to meet right. people, um, and that that limits your prospect. And, and I think meeting meeting gay people, depending on where you live, uh, is is even harder. You know, I I've done a little research here in in Charlotte for gay community, and and you know there doesn't seem to be much. Is there a metropolitan community church there? MCC congregation. There may be. I've seen a, a, a gay community center, and I've seen pictures of a gay pride rally, which looked like about five people at, a, <laughs> five people at the park. You know, I was like, okay. Didn't look like much. Well, I'm sure that the, the gay community is out there. It's just a lot more hidden. Metropolitan Community Church of Charlotte. Is there one? Is that, is that gay? Yes. Yeah, Metropolitan Community Church is, you'll probably find the congregations are... are are 70 80 percent gay gay friendly yeah there's a uh, there's a website www.mcc.org and from there i imagine you can find there's probably a button here to to find their uh, congregations all over the world their their mission where i mean uh, is this whole church about being it was gay? started I mean, by that... by gay people and it is it is a a, a very gay inclusive uh, what's the word denomination okay it's the uh, website is is www.mccchurch.org you will find a uh, there's a there's a there's a navigation button right across the top that has that says find an MCC find a metropolitan community church and it lets you choose which continent you're on and and then from presumably from there it'll let you zero in on on your your town or the nearest nearest one to your mm-hmm. town cool there's information about what the MCC church is all about on the on the national website or the international right. website also many unitarian congregations are very open to gay people and and you'll find a fair number of gay people in in many of them now see if i well, the next time i venture to atlanta alan i'll have to go back to swinging richards and <laughs> do some gay, gay research that's where i that, that's where <laughs> we go to drool not to find a boyfriend <laughs> that's true fair enough so alan do you feel how do you feel about the fact that that you've now announced that to however many people listen to the podcast? <laughs> i'm not sure your email box is going to be full tomorrow Ten thousand of your closest friends <laughs> i'm not looking for a pity fuck little bit of relief little bit of anxiety <laughs> i should also take the opportunity to apologize to the uh, measurection member and he'll know who he is uh, to whom i directly lied about that my being a virgin one person has directly asked me the question, and I lied about it. Uh-huh. Uh, ah. To the best of my recollection, it's the only time I've lied about anything in my life on the, in relationship to Measurection or with anybody, any of our members of Measurection. Huh. So I apologize. I guess that's a hard secret to keep, you know? Well, actually, no. It's a very easy secret to keep. <laughs> it's a hard secret to give up. <laughs> well, Diane, have we heard yours yet? <laughs> 
Okay. <laughs> I was afraid this was going to come up. <laughs> well, I was 15 years old, the summer that my brother got married, so there was a lot of alcohol in the house. And I used to sneak out at night, and on my way, my parents would go to bed. I'd go to bed at 9, parents went to bed at 10. I was out of the house by 11 with a 26er of whatever I could grab out of the cases, out of the wedding booze. So I lost my virginity that summer in the bottom of a gully, shit-faced out of my head, <laughs> With two guys. One had his dick in my hand, the oh other my. one had his dick up me. That that was me losing my virginity. Wow. And it didn't quite work all the way the first time because it hurt too much. Whoa. So the very next day, I snuck out of the house. You go, girl. And, wow. And I took the bottle of booze, and I went and grabbed the same two guys, and we went to the bottom of the gully again. <laughs> Down to the bottom of the gully. Now, how did those guys compare? Oh God! You know what? I, in all honesty, I, size didn't enter your mind. Well, I didn't have anything to compare it to either. Each other. I mean, you had you had one against the other to compare. Didn't well, you? okay. The, the guy. Yeah. Well, the one that was trying to poke it in me certainly seemed fifteen million times larger than the one in my hand. <laughs> but maybe that was just perception. But that could have been the fact that you know I had a barrier in the way. <laughs> it was hurting like hell. This is one of those topics between hearing first-time stories and getting debate, debated about exactly when virginity is lost that we could probably do a follow-up show if, if mm-hmm. users want to call us with feedback to the one eight seven seven nine two two dick We'd love to hear some feedback. Oh, we have one more, one more announcement here. Uh, just a reminder about our 2006 regional gathering in Orlando, Florida. is coming up February 17th, 18th, 19th, and 20th. Uh, if you're in the southeast area or the Florida area uh, and would like to attend, the best time to book your room is now. So visit our events and activity forum for more info. We'll put a link in our show notes to the, uh, the discussion of the uh, Orlando gathering. That's all the time we have tonight. To participate at, in Resurrection Radio, call our dick phone. Toll free in the U.S. and Canada, 1-877-922-DICK. That's 1-877-922-3425. On Gizmo, the username is Resurrection. Send us email, people. We love to get email, radio at Resurrection.com, or visit us on the web at www.Resurrection.com slash radio. M-E-A-S-U-R-E-C-T-I-O-N dot com. Thank you, listeners and viewers. <laughs> visitors. And viewers. Thank you, listeners and visitors. Oh. We haven't done a video podcast yet.